The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Before we continue, one of the ways we keep all of our content for you, the listener, free of charge is our amazing sponsors, and today, Anchor is one of those sponsors. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcasts right from your phone or computer. Anchor's going to distribute your podcast for you, so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and everywhere podcasts are listened to, and you can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.com. FM to get started. Miss Danny claims Catherine spit on their friendship. The guy's trip is underway and is ketchup a tomato? Stay tuned. You're tuned in to AfterBuzz TV, the ESPN of TV talk. Now, let the buzz Yay! <laughs> hey guys, it's just us two tonight. I know, very nice to be here. <laughs> I know. Hey everyone, welcome Southern Charm After Show here at After Bus TV. I am joined by the lovely Susan, Susan. Pinkney. <laughs> hey Susan, thank you for joining me tonight. Um, unfortunately, Matt couldn't be here and neither could Crystal, but they will definitely be here next week to chat all about their favorite show, Southern Charm. And they will be missed. And they, they definitely, they were missed <laughs> since the moment we walked in and we started right? watching the episode. It just, it, it wasn't the same. It seemed empty. It's just, yeah. <laughs> but at least we have each other. So, Absolutely. And yeah. we have a lot to chat about today. Oh, so much. We have exciting news to share of the cast, some gossip as well that's very entertaining towards the end of our show. We do have our special segment that Susan will be chatting with as well. And our predictions and pretty much... We also have another another segment of our top three moments from tonight's show. Um, but, you know, before we jump into everything, overall thoughts on tonight's episode. What did you think, Susan? Did there, it exceed your expectations? It did. You know, I, I haven't known what to expect from episode to episode since mm-hmm. since they've been back. Yeah. And they haven't really focused on the guys a whole lot. So this was that moment of, you know, getting to get the guys together and just focus on them like it was back in season one and two. Mm. And I kind of missed the girls a little bit. <laughs> it was so, it was good. It was really good, and there was so much. But it's just those guys are intense. Yeah. Could you imagine Thomas in that guy's trip? Though? No. Like no, it, he would make it worse. Like Whitney would have nothing on Thomas. <laughs> Whitney. I mean, the the guys were just all over. You know, poor Craig, and it was it was a little bit. I don't know. It was a little bit sour for me to see that side of the guys. I agree. They were like mean girls. Mean you know, girls. I don't know what the male terminology of that is, mm-hmm. but they were they were that way towards Craig. Right. And Austin saw it, and you could see that it was bothering him a little bit. Yeah. He didn't know how much he could say, mm-hmm. how much he should say. Yeah. But I, I love that. At one point, of course, Austin was like, not going to have it anymore. Yeah, totally. Um, but we're definitely going to dig into that a little bit so later. Yeah. Talking about the guys, we got to know Joe. Well, I don't really think we got to know him much, but we definitely got an introduction to him. And I feel like what I saw was enough for me to make judgment of him. Okay, me too. Right? But, but you're, I think you might be surprised with what I'm going to say. Oh, God, do not say. <laughs> 
say you actually think he's a great match for Catherine. No, he was never a great match for okay. her, but I get it. I understand what she saw in him. What, I what, see. What? He was charming. He had that kind of bravado, that kind of machismo, like, you, you know, the, so? oh my God, like the strong Italian guy, and he, he's like talking about meatballs, and oh my God, I saw it. I, I understand Catherine. I didn't understand the Thomas choice. I get why she fell for Joe. I understand, like, what the attraction was. Mm-hmm. I think if I met him and he was, like, you know, what? kicking it, oh my God, he may this. have gotten the phone number, you know? I mean, it probably what? wouldn't have gone much further. But I I would have liked talking to him. I liked his personality. Mm. I liked, who do you say, fronting? Stop fronting. Frontin'? Yeah, I was like, okay. Oh, God. <laughs> okay. Really? He's fronting. <laughs> no way. I thought, like, why is he using this? It was so oh, weird it was, to see But it's him. so Italian. You know, like, it, you know, everybody has their culture. Yeah. And I, I kind of relate to... I get it. I understand. I mean, it was cute the fact that he took her flowers, which was just and she ruined them instantly. She ruined right. She's like, I Pinterest this. I'm like, girl, we all we've all been there. Scared. I was like, please don't let her cut her fingers. Yeah, we've all been there. We've been too long on Pinterest, and we think we know the stuff, but we really don't. Um, I think he's just. I think he's just there for fun. I just saw her as having this guy just to mess around. Nothing serious. I agree. I did not see him being like the type of man that she needs in her life. In that and, moment, though. In what do you mean? Like where she's at in life? At or? that at that time in her life, okay. after the heaviness of everything she was going through with Thomas, Thomas. and the heaviness of a terrible breakup, and you know all the harassment and the custody battles and, you know, just every, after all the heaviness, you need someone or something light, someone mm. that's going to make you laugh, someone that's going to bring you outside of your comfort zone and, mm-hmm. and help you to like, you know, see the world in a different, through a different set of eyes, you okay. know? And okay. so I think he, he offered her that. I think, yeah, I, I, I agree with that, but I think it was definitely temporary. And I just think he brings a certain character onto the show mm-hmm. and I wouldn't mind seeing him for a little bit longer, but I don't like him being coupled up with Catherine for the long term. I'm with you. And I know I, it I sounds like, well, how do you like him and how do you like them having fun? together. I think there's a time and a place, and I just feel like for her that okay. was the moment to kind of let go. Mm. I don't obviously, we know it, they didn't work out, but right. I, I don't want them together forever. I, I don't think they wanted them together forever, but hopefully they at least had some you know, kissing sessions or something. Oh, oh yes. They, they only had kissing <laughs> You know he was there, and he, he's like he's I, apparently he's never been to the south, or probably right? he hasn't or been that, to Charleston, to Charleston, because yeah. he's like thinking he's going to see tumbleweeds, and right? He's thinking he's going to you know use all this language that they've used back in the day. It's just very stereotypical, but hey, that's his character, that's who he is, and at least he wasn't fake about it. Yes, so we can appreciate that as always, um, and we can appreciate you guys always tuning in onto our show. We love reading your comments. We thank you for always tuning in onto our show. We are under Reality TV, which is a buffet of various shows. Um, If you are watching us on YouTube, make sure you give us a thumbs up. 
Make sure you comment, you join the conversation. If you're on iTunes, oh my god, if you're on iTunes, please give us five stars. Let us know in the comments your thoughts, how you input yourself into our conversations, because we'd love to hear from you guys. We receive comments almost every week, and we definitely love to enjoy and watch your guys' opinions on our conversations. So we do thank you for allowing us to be the ESPN of TV time. Thank you very yes. much. And we have a, a Kimberly Mayfield who said, is she the only one that wants Catherine with Whitney? Oh, <laughs> me? No, oh. is she, Kimberly Mayfield, the only one who oh. wants Catherine with Whitney? You know what? After seeing Whitney tonight, I don't really think I would want her for Whit- uh, for, for Catherine. Right. I yeah. Think, yeah. I don't, I think it's great the fact that they're hooking up. I think he's a little too mature for her. And I, I don't, I, I think she needs to regain some of that youthfulness, her, her, her voice from being a young 20 something, you know, late 20s now. Yeah. She needs someone to take her out on an adventure. Yes. On, in life. And for them both to build something together and for him to make her feel inclusive and not being so much the person who just steps over her, doesn't yes. take her into account and just basically oppresses who she is. Oh, girl, you're telling yeah, it. Yeah, because if, if you oppress someone, as, as Thomas did to her, she lost a sense of of ability to voice her own opinion. Absolutely. She lost her self-esteem. And now we're, now that's why every single time when we're watching the episode and she does something great, we're, we're like applauding her because she's actually been able to get back herself, right? Absolutely. Which but, takes a lot. I was going to say, um, what about her culinary skills? <laughs> oh, she is a chef. She is a master. The girl, Catherine, you are more than welcome to come here to After Buzz and cook for us. <laughs> and those hands, how she was I digging know. into the okay. meatballs? Like, Catherine, I, I understand you may not cook or you want to pass it oh off for yourself, but God. but you can use a spoon or a fork or, or, or pour yeah. or dump, the dump method, you know? like Yeah, it was too much. Have you ever watched um, The Wedding Singer? I saw it years ago. Okay, there's this there's this part where the grandma puts meatballs in oh, his hands no. as yeah, it's just this whole big scene. If you guys have watched that, I I thought back to that scene on the wedding singer. It was really funny. Uh, okay, let's move on to a very interesting conversation that we saw between Madison and Chelsea. I kept thinking, okay, how long have these girls been friends with one another? And since when have they been this chill to have such an open conversation and now start a business venture? Do you think this is a good idea? No. Um, I, I I don't know, of course. We, none of us really know how long they've been friends or how long yeah. they've known each other. However, we have to assume that since, uh, excuse me, since Chelsea has been on the show, yeah. that she's known Madison because Madison has been around doing... Uh, she did hair for two people, so mm-hmm. and Patricia was one of them. Right. So we have to assume that Chelsea knew Madison and has known her for at least a year plus. Right. Um, but that doesn't mean that just because you both do hair and you share a boyfriend or ex-boyfriend Ugh. that you should go into business together. It probably means you should not go into business together. Yeah. And I think the, the savvy one in this conversation was definitely Madison. Yes. And it made me like her a lot more. Absolutely. Because she said, okay, look, I've worked really hard to be where I'm at and have the station and have my business and my clientele where it's at. So she's definitely digging deep deeper and I, sure. I feel like she knows it's not a good idea yeah so the way that she was expressing it as well to chelsea chelsea obviously didn't get the hint chelsea right. was she, more like okay let's do it yeah she said this is 
deeper than a marriage. Yes. She broke it down like we need a business plan. We need this. We mm-hmm. need this. These are the things that we have to do before right. we can even think about this seriously. Right. And I appreciated her, like her business savvy. I appreciated her laying down the law. But at the same time, had the cameras not been there, I feel like she would have been like, oh, no, we're not going into business together. But she was caught off guard and she was like, mm-hmm. oh, how do I handle this situation? And of course... Madison handled it with all the grace and poise that we'd expect her to handle it with. Exactly, yeah. And I was as I continue to watch Madison, I keep thinking like, oh my gosh, she her hair is great. I want her to do my hair. I know. Was it kind of pinkish or was it our lighting? It was our lighting. Okay. <laughs> I was like, did she have a little tint in there? No, it's our lighting. <laughs> okay. And where we watch it, unfortunately, blonde hair looks pink. <laughs> I learned that from watching last season here. But it, it was definitely a treat to see them both together. And I love the fact that they were both, that they're friends, and there's no, like, animosity between both of them. There was an interesting point that was brought up by uh, by Madison, and she said that Shep considers her a white trash hairstylist. Yeah. That's dirty. We keep hearing about these instances where Shep is just opening his mouth and having these comments. Yeah. That well, was dirty. I, it is. But I will say this, and I 100% that was wrong. He should have never said it. Mm-hmm. It's, it's disrespectful to her and to a lot of people, and it's just wrong. Um, but I will say this. In the South, there's people who will proudly declare that they are blue bloods or c- proudly declare that their family came over on the Mayflower. You mm. know what I mean? Like, there's these people who who see themselves above other people no matter what their actual standing in life is, what these other people have accomplished, how hard they've worked. That means nothing, It means absolutely zero. But there's people who who stand on that. Mm. They don't see themselves as being elitist. They don't see that at all, but that's just the attitude that they portray. And I think if it's true, because we don't really know, it's just her word, If, if it's true that he called her that and he said that, then we start have to we have to see Shep as one of those people that kind of is classes like a classism kind of person. Well, we we do see it a lot. Yeah, and this is happening a lot more often as well. Where we're hearing all these comments and Shep, you know, the whole him being on Austin's side and agreeing with him having that threesome and doing all this dirty stuff to to, to Madison, and then Madison's reaction. It's like he's. It's happening a lot so much more yeah. where Shep is going out of line. Mm-hmm. So I do believe that he would say something like that. And I don't think Madison would benefit at all from speaking her truth. Do you know what I mean? Oh, no, I understand what yeah. you mean. Yeah. I don't know. It it's was- hearsay, though, because I, I, I don't know if she said that Austin told her that or how she heard it or whatever. But a lot of the stuff, that, I have to always, me personally, mm-hmm. haven't been someone who suffered from people saying things and then someone else takes it and run. It's like the telephone game. Okay. I am very careful to say that all of that was alleged and hearsay. (laughs) I'm just trying to get straight to the facts. I'm like, who said what? Right, which is nice when we get the screenshots or when we get the evidence, photo evidence. Like, that's that's all. The receipts, all that stuff is good. 
Yeah, you're more calculated. I think <laughs> yeah. you like having the receipts. I'm more like, nope, this person said it. Like going, <laughs> jumping straight into it. Uh, but it's true. Maybe I don't know. As the season progresses, we will be able to see this. Hopefully, or yeah. maybe Madison might leak something out on her Instagram. Do you know she's very, very much active, and yeah. so is Austin and Gentry and everybody showing their proof of yeah of the what really happened. Right? right. Do we have anyone in our live chat saying anything? Oh. Kimberly is, um, she didn't see tonight's episode yet, but thank you for watching. She's still there. Okay. Um, we have Lily Sullivan. She's been with us quite a few times. Mm. Um, and Lily says, I think Whitney quickly turns into a bully. True. Very true. Catherine wouldn't appreciate that or tolerate it. So she's going back to Whitney and Catherine being together, of mm. course. Um, and then we have Angela Sessions. Um, Shep admitted tonight on, on Watch What. Oh my God, that he oh. did call her white trash. That's not cute. That's not nice. I'm glad he admitted it. I give him that, but that's not cute. Hmm. Thank you, Angela, yes, for clarifying thank that. Thank you. Because we don't watch, you know, watch. We literally watch the episode. We don't talk to one another, and we come in here, and then this is where we start chatting. So we watch the and show. And it's immediate. Live. So we we maybe have ten minutes, ten fifteen minutes in between watching exactly. and coming in here. Yeah. So thank you for telling us what happened tonight on Watch What Happens because I watch it. Yeah. Do you watch it? I yeah. love that show. Yeah. yeah. It's a great show. It was actually the reason, one of the reasons why I joined Twitter was I wanted to follow Andy Cohen. Oh! <laughs> he's, oh, he's so awesome being as a dad and those pictures he posts of his cute little boy. Yeah. Um, okay, let's jump into the conversation between Danny, Naomi, and Eliza. Uh, this is a different side of Eliza. This is the second episode we get to see a more vulnerable side. But I have to say, I did not agree with Danny opening her mouth and talking about Catherine to Eliza. It made her look like she was talking crap about Catherine. I feel like Danny was careful with what she said. Mm. She wanted to vent, of course. But I think the only reason that Naomi and um, Danny were there in the first place is because they both had that little beef with Catherine. I think Danny's loyalty to Catherine didn't allow her to explore shooting or taping with Eliza. And then after Catherine hurt her feelings, she was like, you know what? Let's see what Eliza wants to do. Let's go tape. Let's go ride horses. You know what I mean? Like, I think her loyalty kept her from even opening herself up to Eliza. And had it not been for that fight, maybe we wouldn't even have gotten this much from Eliza tonight. But then that kind of says, where is your loyalty? I mean, if that would have been, if I would have been Catherine and I would have seen Danny and talking and saying all these things about me to Eliza yeah. saying like you spit on my friendship and I texted her this and she doesn't she has trust issues the way that she was saying it if I was Catherine I would have been concerned I'm like I, she is the wrong person to go vent to you can totally go to Naomi you could go to Shep you could go to anybody else and have this conversation because they know me right Eliza out of everyone I don't, I'm not a fan I think Danny is very smart and everything that Danny said even though she was saying it in conversation to the girls while they're riding horses, I think everything Danny said is what she would have wanted to say directly to Catherine that day, that moment. Remember, she tried to so talk to Catherine twice. Oh, yeah. Okay. She tried to have the let's be friends conversation twice and then initiated the text by saying, you you know, you spat it's on our relationship yeah. or a friendship. Mm-hmm. So I absolutely think that that was her. I'm going to show you. And everything she said to her, she would have said directly to Catherine. But then there was a little twist because towards the end of the conversation, I felt like Eliza was now siding with Catherine. Mm -hmm. She was being more understanding where she was saying, you know, when you're like some, when you're with someone like Thomas, and I can tell you because my dad was this, is this way. Right. Then you get oppressed. 
then, you know, she started siding with Catherine, saying that she basically validates the way that she's been acting, the way that she feels, and how traumatized she was because she was with Thomas. Yeah. So it gave us an, a more of an understanding and Eliza softened up. And- Absolutely. I was just going to use that same word. Yeah. It made Eliza softer mm-hmm. and it made us, um, I guess, more receptive to her because yes. we understand what the dynamic is in her household yeah. with her father. And if her father is a strong character like mm-hmm. Thomas's and yeah. everything that they went through with the infidelity in their house. Right. So now we kind of understand where Eliza's coming from. Plus, they mentioned tonight, they said two weeks. That plane crash was two weeks before they were horseback riding. Yeah. That's relatively recent for all of that to have happened. They totally. Imagine they had to, like, you know, bury the people and all. Mm-hmm. So that was brand new. And so I'm glad that they taped with her. I'm glad they gave her an opportunity to show who she is and to let the world see that, you know, she's not this little young girl who doesn't care about anyone else. Yeah, and I think what what's very important, too, is that I think watching her today, we got to see her not put up a front mm-hmm. and her being more real. Mm-hmm. And I like this side of Eliza. I agree. I wasn't a fan of her when I first saw her over at Patricia's party at her dinner party, I was feeling like she was just doing the most and everybody was just getting a really bad vibe from her. And Mm -hmm. even Naomi was like, this is why I didn't want to hang out with you because I didn't have a very great first impression of you. And I'm glad that she said it. Yes. Because that way it's like, okay, it's buried. You said what you had to say. Let's let's continue. Let's move on. Yeah. Now we have to wait and see if Danny brings Eliza in into the group and they start a friendship with Catherine. I, I feel like they will try, of course. Mm-hmm. I don't think Catherine's going to have it. Mm. And that wasn't my prediction, but I don't think, I think Catherine's going to have it. I think Catherine will probably see this new side of her, and I think she'll start being more understanding. I think she'll give her a chance. But you remember, there's a lot more that happens that we don't know about. Like, so Eliza's relationship and Eliza's family's relationship with Thomas. Mm-hmm. And so if you know that if I say this in front of this person, if I do this in front of this person, if I walk this way oh, in front of this yeah, person, it's, it's going to go back yeah. to Thomas and his family. And, uh-huh. You know what I mean? Like, so there's, I love that the show is so interconnected and there's real relationships, right. like real established relationships. Yeah. Um, but I think it's going to hinder the relationship between Eliza and Catherine. Oh, I don't know. I think differently, but we'll have to uh, yeah, wait. We'll see. see. We'll see. <laughs> That's what's so amazing about watching this. It's like we come up with all these different predictions. We just never know. Yeah. Uh, so another person, too, that was a center in tonight's episode was Cameron and her motherhood and this conversation with her and the nanny epic. I thought the way the nanny was answering her questions, I'm like, this is a match made in heaven. She's like, don't worry, I'll just I'll just put a, a helmet on Palmer's oh. on Palmer's head as I'm driving. Like it was just it was epic. Do you like this match? I do, but yeah. I felt like halfway through the interview the nanny started nannying Cameron. Like oh. she started realizing, okay, this is what she needs me to say. This is what <laughs> she wants me to say. So this is what I will say. Oh, I drive under the speed limit. I'll put a helmet on the you know, like she was being funny yeah. in some ways, but I feel like she started like she can read the room, which is probably a very good nanny. That's great. I mean, if she can, you know, nanny a, a very savvy, smart mm-hmm. woman. Yeah. She can obviously handle her child. And mm-hmm. and she's a grandmother, so yeah. it was good. Yeah. yeah. And I think it's great too the fact that 
a lot of people I feel were criticizing. I was seeing through Twitter of Cameron getting a nanny. Mm-hmm. And they're like, well, you could just you have the money. You don't really need to go and work. And it's just no. She needs to feel that sense of independence. Yes, she needs to feel the fact that she feels valued and right. she's actually doing something with her life. Either way, I mean, she mm-hmm. wants to be a complete woman, and in her life, that's how she is. That's a complete how she wo- is. Yes, yeah, exactly. absolutely. In her life, that's how she views it. That's the way that she makes. She expresses herself as we're yes. watching. Not everyone is the same. Right. But for her, I feel like it would it would help. But I will say I'm so happy we had a happy Cameron baby moment. Because we know That's she loves true. her baby. We know that, you know, she's talked about the anxiety and yeah. the stress and but she was like sad and like she's folding the clothes yeah. like and it was so sweet and she's talking about obviously the the love part of having this baby and yeah. how even though it was tough mm-hmm. with her being an infant that she'd do it yeah. all over again so that was the the warm and fuzzy that we were all like waiting baby for number two. Yes. baby number 2 <laughs> save those four bins baby number 2 <laughs> little girl you never know i do think she'll probably end up having an, another little girl it's just, Palmer's so cute uh, okay, let's. Do we have anyone in our live chat uh, chiming in? Um, yes. Um, Angela Sessions again. I hope Catherine gives Eliza a chance because um, Catherine was. Oh, that's true. Good uh, one. Because Catherine was Eliza four years ago, aka the outcast, aka the outcast. She. Was. That is true. And they were, I think, the same age. No, Catherine was younger. Yes. Yes. Yeah, I, I believe was Catherine was younger. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, well, well, and then wait. it was funny. Do you remember the, the comment about Catherine said enough people rode her coattails? And yeah. we remember how Catherine got on the show in the first place. Catherine was not a cast she member. She was not, but she slept with Whitney. But she spent a lot of time with cast members. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it started off when she slept with Whitney. Yes. Yeah. And yeah. then Patricia walked into that room like. Yes. Uh, whose underwear is this? What is going on? Who slept over? Yeah, so mm-hmm. Eliza deserves a chance, of course. Uh-huh, talking about the boys, right? We uh-huh. Let's talk about this guy's trip and how it took place, how this all started. So Shep tore his ACL, right? Riding a mechanical bull. I am not surprise. Let me say, every injury on this show has been alcohol related. <laughs> Do you remember um, Craig and the knife? He cut his hand. Um, yeah. Shep had a knee injury he before did. he had to have surgery on. Everything's alcohol related. Yes, and they're all, you know, <laughs> like the weirdest, most random reasons these guys get end up getting injured and it just doesn't make any sense. But but it's understandable. I'm like, Absolutely. I am not surprised that he got injured riding a mechanical bull. But it's funny, though. It's funny. Yeah, I would have done it, too. I probably would have tried the mechanical bull. Right. Oh, I've tried Have you ever tried it? No! no? I, there's a place on Sunset. What is it? Saddleback or something? Saddle Ranch. Yes. Saddle Ranch. I've yeah. never tried it, oh. but I've, I want it to. You have to. That's right. Try <laughs> the bull. Really? It's so fun. You just need, like, three tequila shots. You oh, know, no. Let's see. I'm scared. No, don't be scared. After, <laughs> after a tequila shot, you won't be scared. You won't even feel anything. You won't be scared, so the yeah. See, even our engineer, our, I was say, our, our producer chimed in and said that J-Lo. I wouldn't be scared. That's yep. funny. She's so Shout right. out to JLo. Yeah. Um, okay. So the guys, right? They're heading out, and they're all in this in this bus, and we get to see the side of Whitney where he talk, starts talking about him being part of a metal band, of tons of metal bands, mm-hmm. and there's pictures of him black and white. Like, yeah. It's just crazy. I would never imagine that that was him. And then the conversation goes into Shep and Austin. And saying, you know what, Austin, you 
just you just need to get laid, forget about Madison. It's like as soon as they bring up Madison, Shep is the first one to voice yeah. his opinion. And I'm starting to think like Okay, did he have a crush weird. or did you know how Shep has been around and Madison was kind of around the group I wonder yeah. if we well we'll probably never know but I wonder if there was ever a history like some you know liaison between the two of them at one point I think it's probably because Shep has never like Madison has been a girl that Shep hasn't slept with and he feels threatened by it, and he's like, "That's to someone knowledge. to our knowledge." <laughs> uh, and he feels kind of, you know, insecure in in that area because Shep just loves to take other girls away from guys. He loves to be yeah, the center of attention. We'll see that next episode. Uh, so the guys, right? They're all in this tour tour bus, and apparently they're all having issues opening doors. They can't open the oh freaking restroom that, door. They like, can't open the exit door. What is going on? I thought the RV was amazing at first. I yeah. was like, it's so beautiful, and then I realized it's like broken down. Like they can't open the bathroom door, the door to the exit. Mm-hmm. Like it's just you know. But it was fun, and I was very judgmental. I was going to be judgy about them having a driver. I'm like, um, it's not an RV trip if you have a driver. Like, you guys have to take turns. But then yeah. when I saw the alcohol consumption, clearly the driver was the right thing to do. Yeah. I so. thought the driver was going to join the party, and then the driver was like, peace out. I'm leaving. I'll see you tomorrow. <laughs> He's a teamster. He's like, I got to go. <laughs> He's like, I don't want to be involved with you guys. I'm going to go and sleep on that other campsite, not dealing with this, which is great. Great from him not to deal with it because now let's get into the fact that they were attacking these guys. Not all of them. I want to say more Whitney and Shep attacking Craig. Yeah. When Craig was the only one going out in the woods, getting more stuff. Which is ridiculous. For the fire. That was so funny. Like the whole fire, when they, they came with a little packet that you get at Ralph's or Kroger's yes. or whatever, the little and packet one. of wood, just only one. one. And I'm like, oh, okay, so who went shopping for this trip? That was just wrong. Yes. Um, and then they go and they find little twigs and branches from mm-hmm. the woods and, like, dry rot wood, and they tried to... Okay, how little was that axe? I'm like, (laughs) it was just a disaster. It was funny, and I loved it, and I needed that part of the trip to to stomach the rest of it, because it was just... It was cruel. It was not nice. No, it wasn't wasn't nice, but I did appreciate those little moments with the the axe. Yes. I thought it was funny, and I thought it was great that Austin went along as well, because I was... I kept thinking, I'm like, who would start this fire? I couldn't think of any of them would be equipped to start a fire, and then all of a sudden, Craig, and then Shep intervened. It was just too much. You know what? Craig is a DIYer. Like, he's the one who's always, like, I'm sure he has YouTube pull Mm -hmm. up. He's doing it himself. He's the one that's always, like, trying to cook. Yes. And they show the flashback of him with the smoker. Uh Uh-huh. I mean, like... But it's crazy that all of a sudden, all of them thought that they were experts at doing everything, right? And all yeah. of a sudden, we get to see a window of what happens when all these men who think they know everything go on a trip. <laughs> so it's... Which is... You know what it reminded me of? Okay, I love my cousins. I grew up with, like, four boys. My cousin's very close to me. Mm-hmm. I felt it's like them? I was watching them, oh. like, you know, deal with the, like, family, like, holidays or whatever. That's how it is. But... The, but that also shows how much they love each other. Mm. And there's always going to be one who gets the the brunt of it. The roast? Yeah, and that was Craig. And so it, it's, I know guys interact that way, and mm-hmm. guys are kind of like, that's just the way they interact with each other. Yeah. And you got to toughen up. But 
it was hard to watch, especially knowing that Craig is just getting back to being himself. Exactly. It was hard to watch. I think that's what it was. It was hard to watch because I felt bad for him and I felt like he was trying and the guys were just sitting there, Whitney and and, uh, and Shep, and they just didn't really care. And he's like, well, get over it. This is how we act. And Austin was like, I don't want any asshole. If you're going to be an asshole, why do I want to associate myself with that as, right. a, as a friendship? Yeah. And he made sense. It was true. So I think there was some animosity going Going on, and some people did end up getting hurt. So we'll see how this develops because the the trip isn't over. No, I know it's they have like two started. more stops. Yeah, <laughs> it's just they're going to be started. out of food. He said he brought four of everything for everyone. Yeah, <laughs> I can't. <laughs> I think they're going to head over to Ralph's or something right after that first night because it just doesn't make any sense. Oh, Lord. Uh, well, we'll continue on this conversation and we'll definitely continue watching. And next week, let's see where this all ends because oh, wow. it's a four-hour trip back home. So I kind of want them just to get to Nashville. Yeah. Oh, that's another one. That's another thing. Uh, okay, so let's move on to our not-so-charming segment of the night. Hey, girl. Hey, Hey girl. (laughs) This is basically a segment where we talk about our not-so-charming snippet of tonight's episode that we pretty much didn't agree on. Yeah. Or we we probably did. Do you you have one? Um, Well, mine was, if you want to ask someone to have a business with you, don't put them on the spot on camera. So Mm. that was very uh, not charming. (laughs) (laughs) Not so charming. Uh, My not-so-charming moment was... Definitely Patricia as she went like through in a Bentley right. on a drive through to McDonald's. Like that's definitely not very southern, I feel. Right. It's more of an LA thing that you do here. I I, I loved it. Like, yeah, you're right. It's not I so charming, it. especially for Patricia, for Patricia, you know. But I loved it. I loved it too. I, I was <laughs> living off of it. As soon as I saw this happening, I couldn't even write my notes. I was just glued, my eyes were glued to the screen, and then all of a sudden I see um, what Michael pouring yes. wine and opening the door and serving the hamburger in a plate. I'm like, oh my, where do you see this happening? Right. Only well, Patricia. Well, first of all, who do you know personally Yeah, who has a butler? <laughs> I oh. mean, I know like a lot of people, but I don't know anyone personally who has a butler. Who has a butler? No one. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Zero. No one. I know no one who has a butler. It's just non-existent. But Patricia makes it work. Absolutely. Yes. And she lends him out sometimes. And she lends him out. And he's a doll too. He's yes, amazing. he's a nice. I, I yeah. definitely enjoy watching him. And Absolutely. it's not it's not Southern Charm without watching Patricia and Michael. Oh, for sure. Especially on their Instagram. Do you follow them on Instagram? No. no. I don't. Girl, you gotta follow. You gotta follow. They're (laughs) definitely both entertaining. Uh, Okay, let's jump into our next segment. Do you want to lead us into it? Absolutely. So we have a weekly top three every Mm -hmm. week. But this week, we didn't have to do the work because Miss Patricia gave us her top three. Dun-dun-dun-dun. Her top three fast food. So I, um, she said her McDonald's burger, which a good McDonald's burger every now and then. Or good. even a, a Happy Meal every now and then is, is really good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So her McDonald's burger that was her number one. Yeah. Her number two was Costco hot dog. Yeah. I've never had a Costco hot dog. Oh my god! This is shocking to me. How never. could you have not had ever a Costco hot dog? Like, I've never. You've never made. Have you ever had a Costco pizza? No. 
Oh my no! god. This is a travesty. <laughs> we need to change this. You know what? After next week's show, I think we should all four go to Costco and get I think you're right. You like seriously. To, yeah, it's like a Costco thing when you go Have you ever shopped at Costco? Yes. Okay, I've, good. I've, I've been in okay. to Costco. Yes. So once you're done shopping there, you go through the line and you ask for a pizza, they'll give you a slice of pizza. It's like a dollar, two dollars. Then you get a hot dog, and the hot dog comes with a drink. What? And that's like a dollar, two dollars. It's super cheap. But okay, it's do you so get good. like all the condiments and onions yes. and all the like? Yes. What? It's so good. Like a Dodger dog? Yes. You ever had a Dodger? Okay. Oh, okay. I've had all the baseball dogs. Okay. Like Fenway, Frank, Dodger okay. dog, all those. It's yeah. It's kind of like a Dodger dog, but better. What? Yes. Oh, my. And Dodger dogs are pretty good. But it's you have to do it. It's amazing. Oh, yeah. I I'm gonna have to like make a trip. We'll make a trip to we'll Costco. We'll make a trip to Costco for a hot wow. dog. I am shocked. I've been kind of wanting a hot dog lately too. I'm sh- have you ever had In and Out? Oh yes, okay, of course. Okay. Yeah, I, just, I, I know In and Out very well. <laughs> Um, and then her last, her number three was a Taco Bell taco, and I am all about a Taco Bell taco every like couple months or so. Oh, yeah, I yeah. only had Taco Bell once. Yeah, no. it was just one time. That's what? it. Yeah, it's but crazy. you're a West Coast person yeah, originally. Here in LA. Yeah, yes. so you are more what Del Taco? No, I never even had Del Taco. No. I know. I think it was more McDonald's, more burger based. Really? Yeah. Oh my god. I know, and it's crazy because where I used to work, we produced commercials for Taco Bell, and they oh, would that's always so funny. Yeah, they would always supply us with Taco Bell food, and I'm like, I, I just don't find it enticing. I can't believe I know. you never had Taco. Not even when I was yeah. really drunk. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Right? Shout out to Nicole Goodboy. <laughs> yeah, Taco oh, Bell. Buddy. <laughs> That's what we used real. to yeah, we yeah. used to go to Taco Bell like after every time we would go out on the way home oh, sure. we okay. would go to Taco Bell. Okay, let's jump into okay. my news really, really quickly because yes. we totally got sidetracked. <laughs> okay. Um, I have some quick news to share. So Catherine says that she's moved out again. So she moved out of her five-story house. She caught up with home and design recently. And she said, I moved out. I rented. She rented that house for six months. She actually moved back to her grandfather's uh, house. She's like, it's paid off. So I'm trying to save up my, to save up money to build my first home. I'm building it with my business partner, Donna Steele, and her husband. She's saying she finds it hard to find land nearby. But she definitely wants to stay close to Charleston um, because she wants to continue on living a normal life. So that should be interesting, right? We don't get to see this five-story house anymore probably right. next season. Yeah, and I, I saw it on like one of those shows, like First Look or Inside yeah. Look or one of those shows. And they, or maybe it was like yeah. E, E.T. or something. something. But I saw a better look at that house. Mm. It was amazing. It was. I could see how you'd be like tricked into like renting it. Yeah. But not no. for more than one month. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Uh, do you have any other news to share? Um, yes, there's a, a couple pieces. Uh, People.com reports that Sheena from Vanderpump Rules oh, yeah. has asked uh, Shep Rose for a dance at Jackson Brittany's. Wow. At Jackson Brittany's wedding. That wedding's coming up. Yes, mm-hmm. and Shep was excited about it. He said that they've hung out before, quote unquote, hung out before. Mm-hmm. He, she's a good girl. He likes her. Of course he does. Um, so he's looking forward to the dance because he doesn't have a plus one for the wedding. Oh, boo So I'm like, okay, <laughs> we need cameras. Wow. Are there going to be cameras at Jackson? Yes, okay. Totally, 1000% awesome. knowing them. Yeah. Um, and then we also have, um, 
oh, horrible story this week was they revisited the custody battle. Um, oh, yeah, with Thomas. With Thomas, but now he's dragging in Andy Cohen and um, Bravo, mm-hmm. saying basically that um, they're exploiting his custody battle for the show. Now, if you recall, we mentioned it earlier. Yeah, Catherine was never a cast member. She became a cast member. She did. So. Thomas was one of the original cast members, so it's kind of hypocritical for him mm-hmm. to all of a sudden have an aversion to uh, Andy Cohen and Bravo for the way that they do business. He's just trying to pick at whatever he can at this point. Um, <laughs> one quick thought as well. I was on um, Instagram this, like I think, this past weekend, and I noticed that... The- the lovely Ashley, I don't even know if I should say lovely because she really isn't, but Ashley Jacobs from last season was live on live Instagram live. And I saw that she was out on a concert in Santa Barbara Bowl oh, with wow. Landon. Yes. And here's these are two shots that I was able to screenshot. And you wow. could tell exactly while this was all taking place, there was a lot of people going up to Ashley and saying, Ashley, I'm such a huge fan of yours. Do you want to take a picture with me? And then she would turn the the screen around and she basically would give a shout out to the fans and and whatnot and i was like that's interesting well on a human level i'm glad that at least she's um, nice yeah Uh, i'm glad that people aren't being cruel to her in person you know what i mean yeah on a human level Mm -hmm. but looking at it from the southern charm point of view i don't know why people are asking for pictures with her so then the one of the fans was like when are we going to see you on southern charm you have to come back on southern charm and and ashley said i'll be back in two weeks oh so so we have the tea so yes so we'll be seeing her in two weeks tops uh, back on Southern Charm. So that should be entertaining. I can't wait. That's this is gonna, gonna be this good. Is gonna be good. Yeah. Um, as always, we love you guys and we thank you so much for chiming into our conversation. Um, Susie, do you want to let everybody know where they can find you? Absolutely. S-U-Z-Q-90210. Yes, okay. <laughs> Susan Pinkley, SUZQ 90210. You can find me on, on Twitter and Instagram. Yes, hey guys, and my name is Maite Creo. You can find me everywhere at This Is Maite. That is at This Is M A Y T E. Thank you so much for joining our conversation. We will see you here next week. Bye. Bye. Our founder, Kevin Undergaro, and me, Maria Menunos, would like to thank you for tuning in to AfterBuzz TV. Remember, we're not just the first, we're the biggest in the world, and we're the only destination for all your favorite TV shows. Whatever you crave, we've got it. So go to AfterBuzzTV.com and check out our lineup. Buzz you later. <laughs> the views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.